I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, morning now and welcome to another adventure, another episode of my life, pain and glory, and quite fitting today because the topic is Jack Grealish. It was going to be the week that was, but it turned out to be, unfortunately, the week that wasn't. Yeah, um, uh, once again, with no surprise, we did uh, um, the podcast with Don and Don Shanks and John Sittner last last week. We spoke about Jack against Wales and why he never played against Belgium, and I predicted that and. Uh, also, I predicted they wouldn't play against Denmark either, and it's it's ironic that the difference between the two teams was uh, it was another player that I mentioned in the podcast was uh, Spurs letting Ericsson go, letting their best player go, and and Jack's Jack was the only player really could can be compared to someone like Ericsson. You got that little bit of finesse and that extra little bit of magic that we we lack and. Uh, Obviously, I read in one on the Sporting Life site in the week, you know, we lack creativity, which basically that is that in a nutshell. Jack has a creative, creativity that we haven't, you know, we've we've lacked so for so long over the years. And it seems that Southgate's just going to go down the same path as all the others, you know, the Turnips and the uh, Swedes and the Wally with a Broly and all this, you know, he's... He'll be named pretty soon. I'm, I've no doubt was a name like that. Uh, he, he, he's not winning many fans uh, when it comes to um, entertainment value. He certainly isn't. Now, is it personal? Is it stupidity? Or is he just a liar? Now, I'll look at the first one. Sunday, now I was with the old man, a staunch Birmingham City fan, but loves Jack Grealish like I do. Yeah. And he says yeah. to me, he says... He ain't giving Southgate's missus one, is he, Nip? How does Jack Grealish not get into that England team? I said, Dad, I don't know. It's either got to be something personal or he's stupid because we saw against Wales what Jack can do at international level. You have already said on podcasts, Jack was a born international football player. Now, Gareth Southgate has gone on record many times and has said he needs to be playing championship football before I'll call him up to, to the national team. He already had for Aston Villa when they got relegated. He then has said he needs to play against top-level opposition. He did against Liverpool and almost single-handedly destroyed them. He made arguably the best defender on the planet look like an idiot. Now, what is going on with Southgate? Well, I think you've, you've hit it on the head in one. You know, what is going on with him? It's um, it's it's almost, it's almost as if... Uh, the idiots at the FA have say to England managers, look, we don't want creative players. We don't, we don't want players like that. We want, we want robots. You know, we, we've become just a, such a robotic 
nation and, and we've been that way you know I, I, I said to Don yesterday and uh, I said what you got to do you got you got to put yourself in uh, in Jack's place and I had it you know I had it uh, and, and there was several other players that had it in my of my time you know when you see lesser lesser players playing in your position and you think, what have I got to do to get a game? And uh, average, average players as well. And I've seen so many average players in an England shirt and you see them get 45, 50 caps. And I said years ago about, I, I remember saying something about Peter Shilton. He got 100 and he's a record cap holder or something, 120-odd caps or something. And I, I said, um, what would worry me with, if I had 120 caps is... I've got a granddaughter, and if I give her my England cap, and I've got photos with my England cap on, and she she sat on my knee one day and she asked me, "What did I ever win?" And I said, "Nothing." I would be a little bit embarrassed, mm. you know. And I think that's the way you've got to look at it. You know, it's all right saying these players, I got so many caps, I got this, but what what on earth did you what did you achieve? You know, it's not even. You know, it, 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 it's not as if you're playing for someone like Poland or yeah. Switzerland or Austria. You know, you're playing for a team that won the World Cup in 66. We're supposed to have invented the game and we've gone backwards ever since. You know, since 1970, I can remember in 1970 after watching uh, England put on better performances than what they actually did in 66 uh, against Brazil and West Germany for a long part of the game. And uh, I can remember saying to my pal, I promise you saying England will never win the World Cup again. And I didn't even mention the European Championships. But uh, And then they get a result against Belgium, an undeserved result in my eyes, so I don't think they were the better team. Uh, in in a uh, such a, a stupid competition, a, sh- a competition that shouldn't be allowed in the game, in my eyes. You know, the, we got a pandemic and we're adding extra matches that puts, the, you know, all these matches that say we can't have people in the crowd and uh, in the ground and everything else. And, and we're, we're adding on competitions that really are actually so non of no importance whatsoever. Um, you know, I remember years ago when we knocked the Home International on the head, yeah. you know, I thought, well, why, why are we doing this? You know, we've got five nations here. It, it's a perfect vehicle to have a look at young players, have a look at up-and-coming players without going abroad and without the travel. And, and, you, and you, could, you could have a look at them and give them the experience of playing at Wembley or Hamden or whatever or Cardiff Arms Park, wherever they play. You know, the Home International was a great vehicle, but it just seems that, once again, it's all down to, I know, I know there's no crowd, so the, the money thing, but it's all about money again and TV, you know, this, and, and, the, and then this TV thing jumps up and bites you again, you know, the 15 pound of what's the game, Jesse. Everything is just revolves around money and it, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth and, um, I'm just, I'm just pleased that Jack's earning. Jack Grealish is, you know, he's earning a lot of money at the moment, and he can, he can, and live well. Because if he was playing in on the wages that we earn and weren't playing for England, it, it, it'd be. I think he, he could go into a state of depression. 
uh, and that happened to me, you know. Yeah, absolutely, Alan. You, you're right because it, it, as a player, it must really wrangle with you when you see that that you're not playing, or in in many instances, in many squads, you wasn't you wasn't even picked. You were overlooked. You were banned by Ramsey. You were yeah. you were overlooked by Don Revy. And while you was banned by Ramsey, George wrote you that little note saying that just carry on, play your football, and, and pretty much show them what you're missing. No. Well, he's, he, he actually said, I've got it up for my wife. He said, just ram it down their throats where it hurts, and that's on the field. And, you know, I, I, can, I, can, re, I can remember thinking, I, I was lucky in, in many ways. The, the, the great consolation for me was that I'd been through my bad patch at Chelsea. I'd, I'd played abysmal at the end of my Chelsea days, and had, had I carried on that way, I'd have had no... I'd have had no, I've had no calms, no no complaints about not getting picked for England because I, I didn't deserve it because I wasn't playing well enough. Yeah. But when I when I started playing at Stoke and really hit top form and I was back at playing better than ever, like Jack is at, at Villa, it's um, I thought to myself, well, I'm playing for a manager that I, I adore. Uh, I'd, I'd run, for, I'd run the extra mile for him. I'd run through brick walls for him, and I'd, I'd do anything for him. Just concentrate playing and playing for the people you want to play for. What Dean Smith has done for Jack has been remarkable, really. But he pulled, it, he pulled a rabbit out of the app. But a lot of managers wouldn't have made him captain. They'd have messed him about. And I always remember Dave Saxon saying to me, "Put six international caps on my desk, and you can come in and start." Telling me how much a week you want over twenty five quid, and I thought, well, I'm not, I'm not. You don't pay me for playing for England. You pay me for what I do for my club. Now, if you imagine Jack going in after beating Liverpool seven two, and they've had the best start they've had for many a year, and he goes in and he asks for, all right, he might be, say his contract was up, and he had to go and renew his contract. He said, well, I've proved, I've proved against the, the European champions of two years ago and the Premier League winners. I've proved my worth. You know, what more do you want? And and Dean Smith says, well, you know, put six international caps. Well, he, he can turn around and say, well, he won't, he won't give me six international caps, so I'm going to be on the same money for the rest of my life. What What's going on? You, you, you pay me for what I do for your club. You do, you pay me for what I do for the Aston Villa supporters. The Aston Villa supporters don't care how I play for England. They care how I play for them. They they come through the gates every week at Villa Park to see me play for Aston Villa. They're not particularly worried how I'm doing an England shirt. They want me to do well, yeah, because I'm an Aston Villa player. But they actually, they're, they're more concerned. Tony Waddington was concerned. He wanted me to play for England because he loves Stoke players to get recognition. He didn't just want me to play for England. He wanted all his players to get recognition. Um, and Dean Smith would be the same. You know, it, it's it's something to be proud of for your club to have two or three England players in the squad, and that means that they're doing it for your club. Uh, but Dean Smith, you know, he's if he was the England manager now, Dean Smith, Jack would be captain of England and playing every week, and he'd build a team around you. That's different. That's the difference between in, in international football. If you haven't got a manager that likes you, you've got no chance. And it doesn't matter how good you are, you just won't get picked. I think you could say that if almost any other person apart from 
Gareth Southgate was England manager, Jack Grealish would get picked. I'm also guessing that the likes of Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, Jaden Sancho, all our forward players would also love Jack Grealish to play in that midfield area because the supply that we're getting is poor and midfield for England has been poor for an age. Until we get that creativity, we won't go anywhere. They well, must look, be crying look, look, out for Jack as well. Well, absolutely. I mean, you've hit it on the head. Of the, look at Lewin. He'll never score an easy goal than what yeah. he did when yeah. Jack clipped that ball into him. Yeah. He's the only player that could actually put it on the plate for you. All the others just cross the ball. Don't get, they don't look where they cross it. But he just he just sent the geezer the wrong way and he, he just, one little glance and he, he put it straight on his head. And, and there ain't nobody else can do that. And as you say, other players will go, you know, why are you leaving the most creative player in the country out? We, I want someone to provide goals for me, mm-hmm. set up chances for me, uh, and it ain't going to happen. I mean, Don, Don, again, yes, Don Shanks, you know, he says, um, he says, he, we, we all agree that South Bay is not the man for the job. And he said, well, Eddie Howe, and I've been saying about Eddie Howe, you know, since Arsenal wanted him about six, seven years ago to replace Wenger. And uh, he would be the Jack would be the first player on the on the team sheet if Eddie Howe was manager of England. He would build a team around him because he loves footballers. It seems that England managers don't love footballers. It's uh, only in this country. It's like in Holland, if they are leaving Johan Cruyff out. I'm not saying that he's as good as Cruyff because he was the greatest I've ever seen. It's like Argentina leaving Messi out and Maradona and. Uh, Spain leaving Iniesta out and people like that and uh, David Silva and why you don't leave your best players out but he it, it seems he wants he seems he wants to ruin this kid you know and, and it it doesn't you know he's, he's as I say he's very very fortunate he's got a manager that will I'm sure he goes in training and he calls him in the office and he has a private word with him and says look don't worry about it you worry about what you do for us and enjoy your football, keep playing, keep playing well, worry about your form with us. If they if they don't want to pick you, it's just out of your hands. There's nothing you can do about it. Don't lose no sleep about it. Just keep playing. The fans here love you. What more do you want? You're an Aston Villa fan yourself. Just keep on playing and don't worry about England. You know, he, he must. He, I bet he's had more than one person say, just, just retire from international yeah. football and... Mm. Uh, you know, like I should have done with Revy, I should have said, well, don't bother picking me no more after the German game. I don't. I just don't want to play for him. I don't want to play for you. You don't like me. It's like a marriage. If you're not getting with your wife, get another one, you know, or walk away. Walk away. If you're not happy in a relationship, walk away. And he can't be happy. He must feel a little bit when he turns up for the England squad, a, a little bit left out, uh, you know, to be put on the bench again and an inferior players brought on in front here, you must think, what What are you trying to do to me? It's soul-destroying. In many ways, Al, if we had the week reversed and, and Jack had played against Leicester, as he's playing against Leicester tonight, 
and playing against Liverpool this evening. If he put that worldy performance in against Liverpool, destroyed one of the greatest teams in the world, that would surely, with the week that he's endured and the time that he's endured with Southgate, that arguably would be the ideal time to announce his retirement. The press would go ballistic. Ball in Southgate's court. Southgate has got questions to answer. And if you don't, you're sacked. Well, absolutely. I, I, I think I think he. Sh- I, I, I really think he should. You know, we we said a couple of weeks ago when he was left out the, the squad originally, and he got brought in because a couple of players dropped out. Uh, you know, should he not go? Should he? Should he say I'm not going? No, but no. Play and prove that you can do it first, like I did against the Germans. Prove that you can play at that level, then walk away. And you can't. But if he'd have walked away then without putting in a performance and that performance against Liverpool, if he'd have walked away before that, they'd have gone, well, you know, well, well, right, have you got to walk away? You haven't even played yet. And he said, well, he can turn around and say, well, I'm 25, I'll have a, I'll have a, I'll be tripping over my beard by the time I get picked here. I'll be what well, you want? You want? Well, you want me to be thirty, thirty-two, and play me? What's going on? You know, he's twenty-five. This kid, he's not. He's not seventeen, eighteen. And he, I mean, Pele played in the World Cup when he was sixteen. Yep. You know, it just makes a mockery of, of of England management and the people at the FA. I mean, they need to be looked at as well and think, why do you keep having managers that can't see this? You know. You know, why don't you pick a manager that who wants to build a football team? The fellow, I mean, in in the Premier League, the fellow at Everton's doing it. Angelotti's got so much experience with great players and teams all over Europe. And he's building a team. And you can see that his players, all right, Liverpool were the better team yesterday, but you can see that the difference in his team, how he's picked them up and he's, he's played. I always say that average a manager's job is to make bad players average, average players, good players, good players, great players, and great players get them right to the top of their game. And that is good management. But you don't knock good players down, and that's what he's doing. He ain't get, he ain't, it, it, it's just, it's unthinkable what he's doing. And I, I called the shots the other day when, you know, John Sitton said, oh, he'll play against Denmark. Now, now the pressure's off, they beat Belgium. He'll play against Denmark. I said, he won't pick him, mate. He will go back and he'll he'll pick players that were going to go out there and, and he'll, he'll be settled to get a, a, boring, a bore draw. And, that's, and, and he's a boring manager and he's like most other managers. And you get boring players and you pick robotic players and you're going to come up with boring results. And, and in the end, he get the sack and he, and he won't know why he's got the sack. Yep, pretty much, yeah. And, and you're absolutely right because we spoke on the Wednesday before the Denmark game and you said exactly there's no way he's, he's going to play him. Talking of Everton, Villa have got a player who... who who used to play for Everton. He had that move to uh, to one of your former clubs, Chelsea, Ross Barkley. 46 years ago, a young lad from Chelsea made the trip up north and changed the fortunes of Stoke City. Can Ross Barkley form a similar partnership with Jack Grealish, with Douglas Louise, with John McGinn, and make Aston Villa, that quartet, the most competent midfield in the Premier League, well, is you know the the jury's the jury's still out about Young Barkley. Yeah. Yeah, Everton, uh, Everton, 
I I thought he was uh, when I first see him. I thought he was going to go, and he's the nearest thing I'd seen to Gascoigne. The way he used to go past people, he was confident. He was he's a big, strong boy. He uh, he he had. I, I thought he was going to go right to the very top, and uh, I don't know where it all went wrong. Uh, he, he's never looked the same player at Chelsea. Uh, might be overwhelmed. I don't know. Uh, Chelsea in transition. He's been there long enough. Um... It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. He seemed to have lost... Uh, he, he reminds me of a player like myself when I lost my confidence and I was out injured and playing with an injury and... I thought, is he carrying injury? Why is he look? He's gone backwards. He, he's passing the ball backwards where he used to go past people. Uh, that is his strength. Uh, he he has. I, I think the manager will make a big difference with him, and it it'll have to play second fiddle to Jack. But that's good. That's a, that's maybe a good thing because playing with Jack will remind him how good that he could be. Because yep. Jack has got that wonderful, wonderful ability to, you know, he's nonchalant, he's, he, he, he plays with his socks down and he just, he's got, you know, he's got that great quality. Uh, and and, and I, it'll only rub off on Barkley and it proved that in when he played the other day with him and, and now they're talking about them, them, them making a good partnership. And he, he's, he's going to have to... I, I think he's kind of made a new role for himself where he's going to have to do the donkey work for Jack. Uh, but he can do it with a little bit... He, he has still got a little bit of class, the kid. Uh, you don't lose. You don't lose the ability overnight. It's something wrong with your makeup. But he, he as you say, he might he might just fit in. And he, he looks at... I always say that a happy player is a good player and he looks a lot happier when he played the other day for Villa than he did for Chelsea. That, that was exactly... I've just written down our smile. I haven't yeah. seen Ross Barkley play with a smile on his face for years. Now, apparently, Jack's been hammering him on social media or on his, on his texts uh, or emails. I, I don't know how he's been getting in contact with him, but for about three weeks, come to Villa, come to Villa, come to Villa, come to Villa yeah. to play with me. So, again, going back to what we were saying, players like certain players to play with because they know that... A, they can bring out the best in them and B, it works the other way. And I think an ideal partnership for me in the making. Yeah, I think it, he's, he's obviously, that's a good thing as well about going to, when he did, he went, he joined the international squad and although he never got picked for a while, he's 
I, I can remember going into a couple of squads with Revy and no, no, I'm not going to get picked. But in five sides, enjoyed playing with certain players and think, oh, if only I could play with them at club level. And you, you, you know, I played in the five side one day and Revy picked his, all these boys to play us and. We, me and Bawley had been out the night before, and we 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 destroyed. We absolutely toyed with them, and I think they were our five side was me, uh, Alan Ball, Tony Curry, and Frank Worthington. And we, I don't think we needed a goalkeeper. It was embarrassing, and we were just knocking it to one another. Now that's when you come back to your club and you say to your manager, "Call you know, you, you tell your manager and say, oh mate.' And and I had the manager like Waddington who's would snap them all up if he could, if he had the finance and, and, and they would have come to Stoke, you know, but um, obviously Jack has done that with Barkley. He's played in the five side with him and, and they've, they've hit it off. And and that can, that can only be the, the start of a, a beautiful friendship, really. Imagine if you included Stan Bowles there in, in that five and played last man back arguably the greatest five-a-side team in the in the history of playing football, wouldn't it? What players? Well, it's just, it's just five, that's what five, I, I, we watch, yeah, we was watching the Liverpool yesterday and they played a little bit of football. They, uh, in the box, really one touch in the box and it was great to watch. And I love Mane and, I, and Don went, Cole, how good was that? And I went, they're a five-a-side team, Don. Yeah. Yeah. They just play. They you can tell they play a lot of five a side, and that yeah that that don't happen by not playing five a side. They they play a lot of five a sides, and that is why Mane, Salah, and Rubino, whatever his name is, the Brazilian. Yeah, me, that's yeah. why they're, that's why they're so good together. You know they they play a lot of five a sides, and then three. You know they they it's a bit like what me and Greenoff. You know they, they at times they look like they're telepathic. As you've always said, Al, football and, and building a football team is like a jigsaw puzzle. And Barkley could just be another piece of that jigsaw puzzle because it, it's not it's not right yet. There's improvements to be made at Aston Villa, but they're well, on the right lines. Like Paul, I mean, when, when you say there's improvements to be made, I mean, mm. they... They escaped relegation by the skin of their teeth last year. Oh, yeah. And and here they are, you know, only 10 days away from beating the, the mm. champions 7-2. Now, that that was a result that could never be seen. And if someone would have told you that the day before and said, would, would, you, take, would you take 10 grand for a draw against Villa or would you take a million pound for a 7-2 win and you just took the 10 grand? Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no way they could beat them seven two, and yet they've destroyed them. So, I mean, what, what a way, to, what a start to the season, what a way to start building your team, you know? Oh, absolutely. But I think Dean Smith, since we come back from the lockdown, and we did a podcast uh, pretty much a couple of days before lockdown because Villa played Sheffield United, and um, you were talking about how much he was looking forward to to watching Jack Grealish. I think since it, Dean Smith has developed his, his defence. They're not leaking goals. So he's got a, a pretty much a settled back four. He's got a decent goalkeeper in there from one of your former clubs, Arsenal. He's midfield. He's got McGinn, who's back from injury, and Douglas Louise with now Ross Barkley and Jack Grealish. He's got Watkins, and he's just looking, I think, for another goal scorer. And I think that could be the final piece. Yeah, yeah. So, see, the thing about... The thing about your defence as well, Paul. When yeah. 
when when you look when you look at defenders and uh, when you say that you improve your defence, mm. you you improve your defence by getting better midfield players yep. who can keep hold of the ball and not keep losing the ball and keep putting your defence under a lot of pressure. When I went to Stoke, we had the same defence who were third from bottom yep. who ended up fifth from top. Only I was playing and we were keeping the ball a lot better and we were keeping the ball away from the opposition and they weren't getting attacked like they were getting attacked before because they kept giving the ball away. Yeah. Now Villa are not giving the ball away in the last third and, and around the halfway line. Last season, half the goals they conceded was just through sheer terrible playing midfield, giving the ball away in 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 positions where they shouldn't be losing the ball. Now they're playing playing proper football in midfield and they're not putting their defenders under pressure so much. And their defenders are now can actually not only join in, but don't have to keep worrying about when they got the ball, they're going to come back at us in a minute. They can have a little rest. You know, they they must have been thinking what last week, what's going on here when the goals were going in? Oh, oh thank God it's up there because we're so used to it our end, you know. Uh, and that is all that's all because he's got he's got a better under Dean Smith has got a better understanding of the game and he realize, he realizes that his team if they if they with people like Grealish and and they keep getting the ball to him and playing off him and around him, that it's taking pressure off your defence all the time. And and that is that you know that's what what it was so good at. He he knew if he had good forward players, it would take take all the pressure off people at the back. Who I mean, our defence at Stoke, two or three of them were were the asked the pass their sell by date. Dennis Smith played with a wonky knee for a long time. Jackie Marsh was going blind. Alan Blair was really getting to a point where he had the dodgy hamstring. He was slowing up, and you know, so what you do is. He, he didn't. He didn't throw him out of the team. He got better players to play fo- forward, and 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 it just took it just took the pressure off of them. And as soon as they got the ball, they just knocked into us, knowing it weren't going to come back at them. You know, it's a, just a manager having a better understanding of football. It's not rocket science, though. It's a simple no. game, complicated by idiots. And yeah, Dean Smith yeah. Is keeping it simple. Villa yeah. are, are benefiting from his philosophy in football. And as many managers said about you in your day, there's no limits to where this kid can go. And I think there's lots of parallels with you and with Jack Grealish. And I think the same could be said to Jack. There's no limits to what this lad can achieve in the game. Well, the, 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 the terrible thing about um, that... That uh, comment was, is uh, we'll never know now yeah. uh, until he he got a manager at international level who uh, I, I mean I I've fallen out with Harry Redknapp a couple of times but there's no doubt in my mind if Harry had become England manager if I had become England manager he, they say it's the hardest job in the world it's not the hardest picking the best eleven players in the country is not the hardest job in the world it's the easiest job in the world. Yeah. It's only the hardest job in the world when you don't know the best 11 players. Yeah. Harry Redknapp would have made Jack Grealish captain. He would have given him the armband and said, well, you go out and play, and he built a team, team around him. Venables, Venables was doing the same thing in 1996. Again, it wasn't rocket science. He, he, he just picked the best players. He picked Teddy Sheringham, where a lot of players, uh, managers wouldn't have him. Um, 
you know, he picked young Jamie Redknapp. Jamie, Jamie Redknapp was doing terrific for England before he, he got injured. I'm not saying he was in the same class as Jack, but Jack, Jamie was a good player. Yeah. Very, very good player. And, and it, but that was Venables because he liked, he was a footballer himself. He knew, he knew about inside forwards. He, you know, T- Terry once said about me, you know, he, he done a, uh, an introduction for my, for the working man's ballet. And, uh, he said, uh, when we played uh, Chelsea in the FA Cup in the sixth round, he said, I, I was playing for QPR. He said, no, I thought I could put Hudson out of, of his game, you know, in the mud. He said, and, but after about 10 minutes, quarter of an hour, he said, I, I realised. He said, he said I, he was, he, I couldn't get near him, yeah. you know. And, well, that's how you judge players. So, but so Terry knew. Terry knew. As an in, he was, Terry was a good player, you know, a player that I, I loved as a kid. And they, But he was just not up to that level. He couldn't do what Jack Grealish does, but he, he played at every level. He, he, I think he was the first player to play at every le- level from schoolboy international right up into to international players. So he knows, the, Terry knows the football and he was probably our best manager. You know, probably Robson was as good, with, you know, he, but he didn't pick Gascoigne straight away. I think that was a little bit of a fluke. Mm. Uh, he, he had an injury problem and he put Gascoigne in. But, uh, Apart from Venables and Robson, we haven't had a, you know, Graham Taylor with Carlton Palmer and David Batty. I mean, come on, what's we? If we ain't got better players than that in this country, we might we might as well close Wembley down, turn it back into a dog track or something. You know, to have the grounds back there where so people can be entertained because of the trash we've had in England team over the years. It's just it just and it's on as as I done the thing with Jim White. It, it's just history repeating itself again. It certainly is. And as you finished on one of your recent uh, blogs on your official Alan Hudson Facebook page, winners like the likes of Jordan Henderson and, and, and others that have won honours, European Cups, league titles, FA Cups, you know, we we will forget over the midst of time, we will forget them. But players that didn't win an awful lot, like yourself, you didn't win an awful lot, Cup Winners' Cup in the FA Cup, Tony Curry didn't win very much. Stan Bowles didn't win very much. Frank Worthington, Rodney Marsh, all of those players that didn't win very much, we will always, always remember. And those players, I've always maintained this, if football was a religion, you guys were prophets. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you, you mentioned you mentioned Jordan Henderson and... Uh... You know, and I say about a lot of players, you know, people say about Jordan Anderson, he's a good player. Yeah, of course, he's a, yeah, good, he's, a good player. he's a good player. But he, he wouldn't be Jordan Anderson without Mane and Salah and the other fellow up front. Exactly. They won They won, They won. Liverpool the league and then two full-backs flying down a wing, putting yeah. in fantastic crosses. Mm-hmm. Anyone could play in midfield for Liverpool. Anybody. You could just get somebody in there just to stand in there and win tackles and give it to those that can play. You know, and but if you put them in, you put Jordan Anderson in the Aston Villa side last season when they were ten games to go, they'd have got relegated. Yeah. The difference is they didn't get relegated because they had Grealish there, and in the last game of the season he produced a little, one little bit of magic, and it just kept them in by the skin of their teeth. Well, that wouldn't have happened if they'd have had the likes of Jordan Anderson or of any or anybody of his ilk. Absolutely. It just wouldn't have happened. And that is a difference between, you know, the other night, it's the difference between England and Denmark 
was Ericsson. Yeah. It was it was just it was I just watched the game that I was just sat down and watched it for ten minutes and he done two or three things in, in ten minutes and you thought mm. if he was English he wouldn't be on the field. That's absolutely. the difference. Absolutely. And yet, and yet, and Don said, Don said to me the other way, he said, well, we, what a chance we had, you know, you had the best chance to go through when we played Croatia in the World Cup. I said, Don, but they had Modric. We didn't. Yeah. If Modric was playing for England instead of Croatia, we would have beat Croatia. But it's them players that you have at international level or top quality players that get you through them games. Not the average players. The average players get you knocked out. Yeah. You know, and there's a, these players come along. Well, Aston Villa haven't seen a player like Jack Grealish for, you know, they won the European Cup with lesser players than him. Mm. You know, they had good players, Aston Villa, when they won the European Cup, but nobody was in Jack's class. Yeah. They couldn't do what he does. And now this kid has is, is got to suffer. So going back 20 minutes, what I said, he's just got to concentrate and... Just get keep Villa up the top of the league and, and just, please God, it would be lovely if they could finish fifth or something like that and stay keep them up there and just say uh, to Southgate, well, you carry on doing your job and I'll carry on doing my job. You foul, I'll be successful. And that's all I did at Stoke. I worried about where Stoke finished in the league. I helped get them into Europe when they were full from bottom. We played Ajax. We got knocked out by the, the away goal. And... I couldn't give two monkeys about playing for England. If they don't want you, they don't want you. It's as simple as that. It's like if, if you like you fancy and a girl in a you see seeing this girl in a pub and you fancy her and she don't want you. If she don't want you, she don't want you. Move on. Absolutely. What a you way know? to finish. And as always we've always maintained or the real stars are rare. So till next yeah. time, pal. Cheers, Al. Yeah, yeah, Paul. It's been a pleasure, mate. It's always, it's always a pleasure <laughs> talking about him because because it's a uh, it's a pleasure talking about him because you know it, it's my heart goes out to him and uh, I, I, he's a difference between me putting an England game on and not putting an England game. When I when he wasn't playing the other night, I I put it on for ten minutes to watch what they were like without him, and I thought, well, I'm right. You know, they're no good without him. And he's, he's the difference between me crossing the road and watching a football match, or as they say, if they were playing him in my back garden, I'd pull the curtains. And it's simple as that. But if, with people like Grealish in the side, you'll watch him. Uh, it's simple as that, Paul. Spot on, Al. And uh, My Life, My Music, part 12, will be out this week as well, as will this podcast, My Life, Pain and Glory. And you can follow Huddy on all his social medias on Facebook. I mean, you've got loads, Huddy, on Facebook. You've got <laughs> one that's official. And you've got two on Twitter, Alan Hudson underscore 10 and Alan Hudson 28. And your your other wonderful podcast, your... Um, What's again? What's what's the top? You you don't hold no you don't hold nothing back, do you? Would do on that one? It's um, a no old. Well, bad uh, we, we we've been we've been very very fortunate <laughs> that we've uh, included somebody that I didn't really know much about, John Sitton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know much about John. I'd never met him. Don had never met him. We discussed it, and uh, we we started to we introduced John because he. His Chelsea days, and he was a black cab driver, and we was trying to help the black cab drivers, which my, I've got a lot of people in my family were cab, dri- cab drivers, and my, my nephew, young Billy, who played at Tottenham and crew, and uh, he's a black cab driver now. So we've, we we said we'll 
will help out there. And we introduced John to come and join us in the free. And it's terrific. Yesterday, I thought you were going to get up and hit me at one stage. <laughs> you know, he, he's very, he's very boisterous. He's, um, he's got his own opinion. He, he won't back down from his opinion. He goes, he talks about coaching, which I, I don't agree with coaching, but he has his opinion, and and it's good. It's it, we have that lovely. Don has his own opinion. You know, the good thing about it is we're not like watching BBC or Sky TV. We don't all agree with each other. Absolutely. And we've got, our, we've got our own views, but there's one thing we do agree on. England are not good enough. We agree that Southgate's got to go, and we agree that Jack Grealish is the best player in the country. So it's, it's just ironical that, that the only thing that we do agree about is Jack Grealish. Yeah. It could be called X-rated, but it's called Uncensored. The Uncensored Football yeah. Podcast. Boys. It's good stuff. So look out for it on uh, YouTube and all the social media networks. So till next time, Al. Thanks, pal. Speak soon. Thanks, pal. Cheers, When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.